Lindsay. And I'm Lacey. And this is the Tabletop Podcast. We are so glad you're here with our mom and her friends to talk about all the things. Now grab a cup of tea or coffee and join the conversation. All right, mom. You're up. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Table Talk Podcast. I'm Shannon Keys, and I am your host. We are so excited. This is our first official series that we're going to launch into today. Um, Last week, we did our pilot episode, and we watched it slowly become available on all the different platforms. And so you should be able to find us on any platform that you're listening, which is super fun. Um, And today, I want to jump into our first series. We're going to take things in and take some big topics and break them down into bite-sized pieces. Um, that's kind of the the vision here. And and I th- told you last week that two things. One, that the that the kind of phrase, the motto, if you will, for this podcast is going to be talking about the things that we don't want to talk about <laughs> because that has become my life mantra to um, to talk about the hard things, the things that we keep hidden. And I also told you that I was going to come to you with my own story and, and kind of over the course of time unfold that because everything I do is related to the story of Jesus coming to me in my pain and bringing healing. I would not be doing any of the things I do today. I sure wouldn't be here with you today on this podcast if I had not said yes to that journey of healing almost 10 years ago and let Jesus come into all those dark places in my soul and bring healing. And so my heart for everything I do, be it writing, this podcast, everything I do, my heart is to speak healing into the into the places in our souls that are wounded and to, to infuse the hope of Jesus because I'm not special in the sense that what he's done for me is not because I am some special kind of person. It's just because I said yes, and he will do it for anybody that says yes. He will He will be faithful to heal any wound in our soul if we will come to him and be honest. And so that does lead to our first topic um, for our first series, which is the series we're going to call it kind of the the overarching theme is going to be recognizing the wounds that we carry because so often, which is where I was at when I started my journey um, almost 10 years ago, obviously I knew my story. Obviously I I knew I'd come from this abuse and this dysfunction and just all this really, um, this trauma, but I didn't recognize the wounds in my soul from all of that. And so the, the thing I want us to kind of cover in the next few weeks of our time together is how do we identify, sure, I know my story. Sure, you could tell me, yeah, this happened to me when I was a kid and I was abused by this person. But but do we recognize the wound in our soul from that? And that's kind of what I want us to um, dig into. And, and if we're going to talk about the wounds, we have to start with vulnerability. So that might make you want to turn the podcast off now. (laughs) Maybe you don't want to listen anymore because that is not our favorite topic usually because we all know vulnerability, it's hard and it requires um, a lot of, it does require a lot of effort on our part and it's scary and it is not natural. That is the thing that we can say for sure starting out. It doesn't matter if you follow Jesus or if you don't follow Jesus it is not our natural inclination to be vulnerable and expose the things inside of us because it's all wrapped up in pain. And, and these the things that we are not exposing, the things that we keep hidden, the wounds that we're not even recognizing, but the reason we're keeping all of that hidden is because it's all connected to pain. We've been wounded, hurt. 
by someone and something that's happened and and we don't want to and our our natural response to pain is to hide it to to pull back so that that we don't hurt anymore and so naturally we you know vulnerability requires exposing the things that hurt and risking there's great risk in vulnerability we have to risk take the risk that we might get hurt in the exposure and man that's hard that's really hard and so for me vulnerability started about um, 10 years ago when my family was brought out here to work at a church. I shared briefly my story last week, so you can go back and listen to that episode to kind of get a little bit more of a feel for it. But um, we did come here to be pastors about 10 years ago, almost 10, here out, out here in the desert, in the Phoenix desert. And um, through a series of different events, one being that we we were we had, were brought into this church where um, people were being vulnerable. That's really the best way. They were being authentic. Um, that's really the best way I can explain it. I, I was seeing um, for the first time, I, you know, I and I've been in church my whole life, and it's important for me to share that because um, there's so many of us that we have been in church serving God, knowing God our whole life, but yet not really knowing Him, not really understanding what it means to be in relationship with Him. And that's where I was. And so this was the first time in my life, been married at that point for about six, I think, years, six or seven years, had two baby girls. We've been in, we had already been doing youth pastor work, working with teenagers for a few years. And we came to this church and this was the first time that I experienced an authentic community of believers. They're sharing in life and they're being honest and they're telling each other, yeah, my marriage is struggling or I have this issue or I, and I was like, it rocked my world. I did not know. (laughs) I had no idea how to operate in that context because I was so good at covering things up. I was so good at religion because, like I told you, I grew up in church. I grew up in that world. So I learned the lingo, if you will. I learned how to talk church and how to talk God and how to say, but none of it came from my heart because my heart was so broken and I was it was shielded, even though I didn't know it until this journey began for me. My heart was super walled off because I didn't want any more hurt. I'd been hurt so much. And so I shared last week, but... Um, that, you know, I come from that background of, of trauma, of sexual abuse, and but also in the church. And so living in this very much double life where things were never what they seemed, they were never what they looked like. And I knew that in my mind. I knew, well, you don't really know the truth. So, and you don't need to know the truth. I need to hide that. And so my foundation, <laughs> when I showed up here in this place almost 10 years ago, my foundation was to know God is to is to meet the list of requirements that he has set forth and to be able to look good for others. That was my framework. Um, and now I look at that and saying that I just am like, what in the world? <laughs> because I've come so far, but that's, that's all I knew. And I want to say that up front, that it's important we recognize that we're all functioning the way we know how. There's no shame and there's no condemnation. God wasn't mad at me for feeling that way. It's all I knew. And in his kindness and in his grace, he brought me into a place where he could show me a different way. But we're all just doing what we know to do, what we've been taught, what we grew up in. We don't know a different way until we're shown a different way. And so that um, so I, you know, I show up here and, and I'm being shown a different way, just glimpses of it in those early months. But I don't know what to do with it. And so. Then the next thing that happened was um, that I was um, challenged in a good way 
um, by someone who knew enough of my story to know that I had suffered quite a bit as a girl, as a teenage girl, young girl, whatever, um, that I was challenged that I needed to, to get some counseling that, that I needed help. And it took me a while to accept that because when you've lived for so long, like I've got it together. I know what's up. I don't need help. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. When you've lived in that place and you've said that over and over and over, it's really hard to consider, oh, maybe I'm not okay. (laughs) Maybe I do need some help. Um, And just saying maybe I need some help is vulnerable. That is just like the first step. That's not even telling you what's happened, but that's a step because it's going, I'm not okay. And that's not easy for us. We don't like to say that because it means I'm weak. But um, that was the first step is I, after wrestling with that, okay, maybe I'm restless. I, I don't know how to operate in authenticity. I don't know how to do this honesty thing. And, but I, I feel like maybe I need it. And I, I kind of was starting to see that, you know, in those early months of watching people, they seemed free. They were walking in freedom, not perfect, plenty of things to work through, but they were walking in freedom because they weren't hiding. And so my heart began to yearn for that. And even though I didn't have a clue <laughs> how to pursue it, I didn't have a clue how to bring that into my own life. I just knew, okay, I've been presented with this idea that maybe I'm not okay and maybe I need to go to counseling and and let all of that come tumbling out. And so I finally said yes. And that's the hugest thing, um, hugest thing about my journey is I said yes almost 10 years ago to that journey, to that um, first step of going to a counselor. And I will tell you that that I tell people this all the time when I share my story and I speak that 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 walk from my car to her office, it might as well have been a marathon or some, you know, 10 miles because it was so very hard because the lies were screaming at me. You can't do this. You're betraying everyone you love. You're betraying that. Who do you think you are? You can't tell someone, stranger. I mean, it was so overwhelming. And I didn't, now looking back, I realized how oppressed I was just like weighted down with all of that. And so it was hard. And I, I did it though. I just took one step. I was nauseous. I was sweaty. I was terrified, but I kept going forward. And so I moved um, into that season of counseling and I spent two and a half years pouring my heart out in counseling. And it just, it was amazing to me how when I said yes to Jesus, I said, yes, you have put me in this place and I see it. I need something more than I have. And I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get it, but I know I want it. He was so faithful to meet me in that place of of vulnerability. And so every time I, I would expose myself, every time I would expose my heart in some way to my counselor, he was faithful to show up in that moment. He would, you know, showed me in the memories where he was in that because all I could see was hurt and trauma and pain and broken and betrayal. And all I could see was that, but he showed me, well, here I'm, I was with you. I never left you. And That became so important to me in my journey that as I started that journey of vulnerability, exposing the things in my heart, the wounds, recognizing the wounds and exposing them, as I started that journey from that point forward, it was like um, Jesus began weaving a new story in me, taking all those old threads and weaving this new story. And in the new story, what I saw is, yes, I did suffer. Yes, I was wounded, but 
Jesus never left me. And that is so important for me to know that he never left me. I can be in relationship with someone who is that faithful, that even in the darkest moment, he's there. So that was so important for me. And so um, so vulnerability has become my mantra. Um, and that's quite the miracle. Talk about God doing the impossible, taking me who was like, don't ever tell anybody. The last thing I ever wanted was to share my story with anyone. It didn't, it didn't occur to me until this journey that it could be used in some way to bring hope. Um, but that's exactly what's happened is that as I've been faithful to Jesus to expose my heart, to say what he asks me to say, to share the journey of his faithfulness and in, in healing my heart, he has opened so many doors. Um, and I have been able to see that hope given to others. And that's really powerful when you see for the first time, and that's an encouragement for you if you're in that journey or in that place where you're like, I haven't done it yet, but I think maybe I should. It is so amazing to see that first time when someone else says, hey, that's my story. And now that I've heard you tell how Jesus met you, it gives me hope that he can do it in me. That's like, you can't top that. <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. And that's been the privilege I've had of, of, of hearing that from those who say, I, I didn't know it could be better. I didn't know I could heal. And so vulnerability is where we must start. If we're going to recognize the wounds, we have to start with, I have, we have to start with in that place of, I need to expose my heart. I've got to lay it out. And that might be choosing a counselor. It might be a pastor. It might be a close friend who you trust to speak truth to you. Um, it just, you, who, wherever that is, it could be just starting in your journal. That was even huge for me. I'm an avid a journaler now. I've always been a writer, but in that way, but I, I, until this journey, I didn't even know how to write honestly to myself in my journal. And I had to learn how to change the way I spoke to myself. And so my first place of vulnerability was my journal, writing the things I really felt. This is what I really feel. I'm angry or this hurts. I don't, you know, whatever it was, I learned, practiced that vulnerability there. And then of course it went from there into being vulnerable with people. And here's the thing about vulnerability, friends. It makes us feel weak. It exposes our weakness. When we are vulnerable, the very word vulnerable, the definition is to be exposed and to, and, and to have your weakness exposed. And so when we choose vulnerability, we are choosing to expose weakness. I'm not okay. This hurt. I'm not tough. You know? And so it makes us weak and that is scary to us. We get... Um, that's why we want to resist it because in weakness we're, we fear, well, I could be hurt again. And here's the thing I tell, and I tell all of our ladies, and I mentioned to you last week that um, this podcast is an extension of my online community where women are gathering in little groups online to walk through some of these things that I'm going to be sharing here at, in this podcast. And, and it's called Table Talk. So that's why this is called the Table Talk podcast. But one of the things we talk about in that setting in our community is that our weakness is our weapon. I tell them that because the the word of God says that um, in our weakness, God's strength is made perfect. So it's not made perfect in my ability to figure it out myself. It's not made perfect in my hiding things. The only way that God's mighty strength can be made perfect is if I expose and my weakness. So 
that means that my weakness really is my weapon. And that is so backwards to the world's view, right? The world says, get it together, show us how strong you are, have an answer. So it's backwards to say, I am weak. My God is strong in me, but it's, I'm weak. Um, but and that so that's why we resist it, and that's why the enemy is going to come. The darkness is going to attack you in this place so much that don't show your weakness, because the, the darkness knows that if the if God gets a hold, if Jesus gets a hold of your weakness, He can become very mighty in you, very strong in you, and that's exactly what has happened in my life. Exactly what has happened, um, and so now I'm more than happy to put my weakness on display and say, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have it. I don't have the answer, but my God is strong and he knows. And so I want to encourage you to, I want to leave you with that thought today um, as your kind of one thing to meditate on. Um, and that is that your weakness is your weapon. And God's word says that in 2 Corinthians 9, um, it's, that's the, where the scripture is found that he, that God says it is in my in your weakness that my strength is made perfect. And so, um, so I want us to think this week about what does that look like? If my weakness is my weapon, so what would it look like for me to expose my, um, my heart? What would that look like if I said yes to that journey? And I know as you're listening, you're probably already thinking of a list of, well, this happened to me. So there's probably a wound from that. And this happened to me and I have this issue or this struggle. I'm sure you can already kind of pinpoint some things, um, but how can you expose your heart in vulnerability? And it takes faith. It does. It takes faith. And your faith might be small, just like my faith was so small that first day <laughs> I went to counseling. My faith was tiny. I had no idea. I didn't know how Jesus was going to do this. I didn't know how I was going to heal. I didn't see the journey ahead. I just knew I need help. And I've been challenged and I see it now. My heart is restless. I'm tired inside. I need help. So my yes was very faint. It wasn't strong and mighty. It was a very faint whispered yes, but it's okay because that was when I was at my weakest. And so that is why Jesus came with such mighty strength in that process and brought healing. And so your weakness is your weapon, friend. Your weakness is where God will meet you. It is where he wants to it is where he wants to prove himself strong in you. And so this week, let's think about it. That's your homework. I'm not going to give you homework <laughs> all the time. It's not even really homework, you know, but it's a thought you can think on, something to meditate on, maybe write about if you're into journaling, which you should be. I will tell you journaling is huge in my life and I encourage everyone. You don't have to be a writer to journal. It's just learning to identify your own thoughts. It's really powerful. So maybe journal about this. Pray and seek um, God about this. How can I expose my heart? What is the weakness in me that I need to expose so that you can come and be strong? And I can't wait to come back to you next week. We're going to talk some more about this idea of recognizing the wounds. But for today, I want to leave you with the encouragement that it is in our vulnerability, it is in our exposure that God comes and is mighty in us and is powerful in us and brings healing. And the journey cannot start of healing until we expose our hearts. So let's expose the things inside, friends. Let's find the things inside and expose them to the light. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to be back with you next week. Um, and I will see you guys. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye.